for the world in its present form is passing away. Really, St. Paul? Has it been passing away for 2,000 years? I think this is part of the problem for why so many people have decided to walk away from the church. The scandals played their part, as did COVID. But it is about the perception that there is all the time we need still remaining ahead of us. There are probably other things that contribute to people walking away, but I think the devil has tricked people into believing they have all the time necessary. There is little sense of urgency in the hearts of people who do not have a love for God. Oh, they may talk about having a love for God, but there is not much uh, anticipation, not much longing for the kingdom of God. Jesus is very explicit in the gospel and is called to repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. And yet, even from his talk, we are 2,000 years from the immediacy of his statement. How can anyone expect to take St. Paul, or even worse, Jesus, seriously? I have another red flag in my comments today. Remember that my red flags mean it is my opinion, not officially the church. My red flag is that people do not come near to the church in our day because they do not have a sense of urgency in their faith life. This is caused by a couple of different things. One is the length of time that Christianity has been around. It gives people a chance to say, well, maybe it isn't really true. Maybe I don't really need to worry about it. Maybe the church doesn't understand what it's talking about. Maybe I can go about my life the way I want and not worry about whatever might be coming. But this section of Paul's first letter to the Corinthians is very explicit in describing the call to holiness that God wants us to live in. Paul's admonitions fly in the face of so much of what our culture today wants to present as good. The immorality of our society... No, let me put it in words closer to what St. Paul said. The sexual perversions of our society are an abomination, and we are called to flee from it. But St. Paul does not leave us only with this warning. He gives us the way God calls us to live. And here is the important point. If we choose to live by these calls to holiness that God gives us through St. Paul, we will be choosing to live in love, a genuine, godly love that fulfills the righteousness of God and His holiness, and that leads us into a relationship with others that holds our love for God as primary. Another thing that has caused a loss of urgency in the faith is another aspect of the same thing. Because people have lost the sense of urgency and the calls to holiness that come from Scripture, we have examples of that in in Jesus' comments and in St. Paul's comments today. People have begun to forget the missionary drive of our faith. We are called to evangelize the world for Christ. That is not just simply messaging the gospel. It is living the gospel. What is this living of the gospel? It is engaging the urgency of the call from God to his love. How much do you love Jesus? You obviously do because you're listening to my comments now. But how much do you long to see others around you gain the same urgency? 
It is like I said earlier. It is not about the scandals of the church. It is not about the pandemic. It is about the perception that there's all the time we need still remaining ahead of us. Why do we not feel the urgency? Maybe because we're embarrassed because of the scandals. Maybe we have lost the zeal for the faith because of the pandemic shutdown. Maybe we think that God, because God still has not responded, that we do not have to rush to get the message out. Maybe we think someone else has the job of getting the message out of God, of who God is and what he calls us to be. Do you think the first apostles understood the urgency of Jesus' call to repent and to believe in the gospel? Do you think the early church in facing martyrdom, because of their faith, questioned whether it was the time to be vocal about their faith? The world is passing away. The end of the world might be already above the horizon, or it may still be 10,000 years away. But the end of the world, for those around us, is in their lifetime, in our lifetime. In Luke chapter 13, someone asked Jesus, Lord, will only a few people be saved? He answered them, Strive to enter through the narrow gate. For many, I tell you, will attempt to enter, but will not be strong enough. After the master of the house has risen and locked the door, then you will stand outside knocking and say, and saying, Lord, open the door for us. He will say to you and reply, I do not know where you are from. And you will say, We ate and drank in your company, and you taught in our streets. Then he will say to you, I do not know where you are from. Depart from me, all you evildoers. And there will be wailing and grinding of teeth, when you see Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, and you yourselves cast out. And people will come from the east and the west and from the north and the south, and will recline at table in the kingdom of God. For behold, some are last who will be first, and some are first who will be last. What will it take to enter the narrow gate? It will take perseverance in love of Jesus and a willingness to share that love to those who do not understand it. It will not be enough to just come to Mass every weekend if we do not strive to remind others of why we love Jesus. This, I believe, is what causing such a, is causing such a hemorrhage of people from the church. As I said, it is not just scandal or COVID or the complacency of believing we have all the time we need. It is an unwillingness to share what we have come to know and love of God. Let me ask you two more questions. When you started with a new boyfriend or girlfriend, did you want to share your excitement with a lot of people? Do you share your excitement and love of God with others?